this is our oldest nativity that we have, um, and we had to have a friend of ours, a, a volunteer, actually design the stand for this one because it doesn't sit in a case, but it actually sits on a wall. So this was an example of what's called a last rites box. It's our oldest nativity that we have displayed in the entire museum today. Well, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler, and today's Mid-South Viewpoint, we're coming to you from the Bible Museum on the Square, one of my favorite places to be this time of year. Over the past few years, we have come out to share with you at Christmas time an amazing collection of nativities. That tradition is continuing on. I want to say goodbye to an old friend, Craig Geargo, who was the former director out here at the Bible Museum on the Square. God has called him back to his hometown. He's pastoring a church. Actually, I think it's the same church that he grew up in, I believe. I could be wrong, but it's in the same area. I know that for sure in Pennsylvania. Merry Christmas to you. We're excited to introduce a brand new director here at the Bible Museum on the Square, and we've got Shelly Goforth. I love that last name. Merry Christmas, Shelly. How are you doing? I am doing great. Welcome to the Bible Museum on the Square in Collierville. Everything is so fantastic. It's exciting to be here. You know, what I love about this is it's always different. Even though we're displaying at Christmas the nativities, talking about, obviously, the wonderful birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus, Away in 100 Mangers is never the same, and it's no exception this year. Absolutely. Um, We have, this year, over 100 nativities from 47 different countries displayed, and we have a a very generous donor, Dr. Douglas Campbell, who's a pediatrician in Millington, and he actually has over 1,000 nativities, and he gives us about 100 each year to display, and so we always ask for our favorites back, but we try each year to have a few new ones as well. Something that else makes this wonderful experience so special here at Christmas time is the historic town square in Collierville. I mean, how more festive can you get out in the courtyard area where the Christmas tree is, the lights are on. I think this past weekend they had some carriage rides. My family came out and brought my granddaughters out and enjoyed some time out here in the carriage rides and some of the Christmas caroling that was going on. Some great restaurants, too. And you can come out here and really have a wonderful time in Collierville in the town square. But you don't want to leave without stopping at the Bible Museum on the Square. Yes, we would love to see everybody out here. The Carnival does just do a wonderful job with the lights, so please, please come, especially Fridays and Saturday nights. We have something called Nativity Nights on the Square, where we're open from 5 to 7.30 with hot cocoa and live music and kids' activities. But after you finish with us, like you said, the lights in the square are just gorgeous. It's a wonderful way to just just come and spend an evening and eat dinner and get some wonderful pictures for the Christmas season. Well, I think before we start our tour here at the Bible Museum today, I'd like to find out more about Shelley Goforth. Now, you've been here in the Memphis area for about, did you say 17 years? We have been in Carnival this last section of time for about 17 years, yes. Originally from Ohio, you moved from Ohio. We moved from Ohio. You know, it's really interesting. I first married my husband almost 30 years ago. We lived here in Memphis and then moved to Orlando. I was in the Navy. I was an instructor at the Nuclear Power School in Orlando, Florida. And then the Lord brought us back to Memphis, and then he took us to Ohio and then brought us back to Memphis again. So we kind of figured this time we better just buy season tickets because we're going to (laughs) stay. Well, let me say this, too. Thank you for your service for our military and the freedoms that we share as Americans for being in the Navy. Miss Shelley, thank you so much. 
Thank you very much. Being in the Navy was a wonderful time. I just enjoyed being able to serve my country. We got to remember those in our armed forces because many of them are on bases in faraway countries and places. They won't be there around the Christmas tree at Christmas time with family and friends. And so we need to remember those. Very appreciative for the service, many like yourself, Shelley. But as we're here at the Bible Museum on the Square, we just walked in the door. I still believe this is one of the best kept secrets in all of the Mid South area, this little museum here. Now, the town square is the old historic town square of Collierville. When I say old, I don't mean run down. I mean, this is beautiful, nice shops around. But give us where we are exactly located right now. Well, where we are is we're on the corner of Mulberry and Main Street. And it's just so interesting to me because there's so many opportunities that I have to talk about the Bible museum and over and over again I have people say we have a bible museum on the square where are you exactly so it kind of makes us wonder sometimes if we're invisible but no we're right here it's a big red building with yellow letters that say bible museum on the square and we have some gorgeous russian nesting dolls this year in the window and some beautiful lit christmas trees so we really are hoping that people will um, begin to recognize us as being here and and to come down and see what we have. I think you told me there are over 100 nativities on display because the title is Away in 100 Mangers. So obviously there has to be at least 100 mangers. Did you call these stackable Russian nativities? Tell me about these. Yes, these are Russian nesting dolls. And I'm sure everybody's familiar with the concept, but they each open up. And then every time you open one up, there's a smaller one and a smaller one and a smaller one. So we've kind of opened a lot of them up and displayed them in a way that everybody can just enjoy the creativity that has gone into producing these. They're just beautiful. You know, Shelly, something that really stands out to me when I come every time, all of the different nations and the people groups around the world that celebrate Jesus, these nativity scenes and sets that have been created, the figures, and many of the materials are made from native items from these particular countries. A few years ago, we went to Nicaragua to visit my daughter-in-law's family for the first time, and we went to a place where they made these nativity sets, and I said, I've got to have one from Nicaragua. It's very simple. It's made out of clay, but it's real special to me, thinking about how people's all over the world celebrate Christ. Yes, and you know, one thing that will surprise most people when they come, perhaps, is that each of these nativities from the different countries portray Jesus and Mary and Joseph and the wise men as people from their own country. So they're dressed in the garb of the country, and they look like people who are actually native from the country. So it's really wonderful, because not only do you get to appreciate the fact that you're looking at uh, portraying of uh, Jesus coming to the world, God with us, you also get to experience how different countries actually live in their culture. Right past the Russian stackables, talk about this case that we're at right now. This is from Indonesia. This is beautiful. Yes, we have this gorgeous one nativity from Indonesia, and they're hand-painted wooden figures that are about six to eight inches tall. You'll see um, in this particular one that the people look like they are from Indonesia. And one thing you'll notice in some of our nativities is that um, in this particular one, you'll see that the uh, wise men are pretty close, but we try as much as possible to kind of put the wise men off to the side, because as you 
you know from Scripture, the wise men saw the star the day that Jesus was born, but it took them a while to get to where they were going. So if you're looking at our nativities and you notice that we've got the wise men off to the side, then you'll know that that's why we're trying to portray the fact that it took them a while to get there. And that by the time they got there, Jesus wasn't in the manger anymore. He was in a house. Scholars say he could have been as close to toddler stage where they found Jesus. Right. In fact, if you go to the scripture, it tells us that, remember, when Herod had the wise men come and talk to him and said, tell me, you know, why are you here? When he told them to go find out, to investigate and come back and give him information, and they didn't come back to give him information. So he was very angry and actually had all the baby boys killed in Bethlehem from two years old and younger. You know, chances are he was somewhere between that one to two year age. It's always great to go back to the scriptures. It's exciting that we can find archaeological finds like in Israel, and they find them every day. It's nice to be able to get up close to them, though, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And next year, um, as part of our nativities exhibit, we're going to have a whole room dedicated to how did the wise men know? Where did they come from? And talk a lot about the book of Daniel. So that's something to look forward to in 2020. Shelley, why don't we take a look at some other cases here. We have a nativity set here from South Africa, also from Nigeria. I love this wood design from Nigeria, and then a ceramic contemporary piece from Ireland. Look, as you mentioned, their Irish clothes on. (laughs) Yes, and this is one of the favorites. People come and just really um, love this one. And then on the other side, as you'll see, there's one from Canada that actually portray all the characters from from the nativity as black bears. <laughs> got to see that. Let me run around here and see that. Oh my goodness, you're right. There they are. You got the mama bear, the papa bear, and the baby bear. The wise bears too. <laughs> Three wise bears and the shepherd bear. Oh, I love that. You say that's from Canada. Yes, that one's from Canada. Now this one right here is not in a case. It is on the wall. Tell me about this piece from Peru. This is our oldest nativity that we have, um, and we had to have a friend of ours, a, a volunteer, actually design the stand for this one because it doesn't sit in a case, but it actually sits on a wall. So this was an example of what's called a last rites box. It's our oldest nativity that we have displayed in the entire museum today. It is simply beautiful. The design and the colors, the simplicity. And that's what I like about the simplicity of many of these nativity sets. Okay, where are we going now? One of my favorites is one of these nativity that we have on the wall here. It's actually made of tin figures that were created by hammering and pressing worked tin together. And it's from India. So you can see that the clothing that the people are wearing are what you would expect someone in India to wear. This is skilled craftsmen at its finest, folks. As you come out here, you'll just be amazed at the craftsmanship and the detail that is given into each of these nativity sets. Again, we're here at the Bible Museum on the Square, now through January 18th, Away in 100 Mangers is on display. This is the time to bring your family out here. It's so easy to get caught up in the the Santa Claus of Christmas, and we're not here to say whether or not you should participate in that or what your family tradition is. But as you're looking for ways to really make Christ the center of your Christmas, what a wonderful way, especially for small children, to come and let them interact and to be able to see these nativities up close. As we talk about interacting with kids, 
on Friday and Saturday night, which is this coming Friday and Saturday night, there's something special for families. Fridays and Saturday nights from 5 to 7.30, we have what we call Nativity Nights on the Square. We have live music both nights. They actually play in the back of the gallery. We have hot cocoa. We have activities for the kids. So that's one of our favorite ways to have people come and and enjoy because not only do they get to see the nativities, they also get to uh, enjoy the live music as well. So we'd love people to come out. We only have two more weekends left of Nativity Nights. And think about it, the following weekend is the weekend after Christmas. So I know a lot of people are going to be traveling. So this weekend is going to be just the perfect night. Those who have family coming in town for after Christmas weekend too, that would be a perfect, you're always looking for something to do. You know, you've been sitting around the house, you've been eating food, you've been opening up presents, and you need to get out and stretch those legs. This is a great place to come and bring those family members here to the Bible Museum on the Square. The following weekend, Friday and Saturday after Christmas, need something to do, bring them to the Carrieville Town Square, enjoy the beauty of the square, and then come on inside this Bible Museum on the Square and enjoy all these nativities and the family activities you can do with your children. Don't want to miss that. Okay, as we move on through the museum here, let me make sure we get everything together. We're just kind of doing this, walking with our microphone, going through the museum, Tanzania. I love these African nativities, especially from all the different countries, are so beautiful. This is wood, I believe. Yes, this one's absolutely beautiful. It's actually polished from African rosewood and ebony. And um, a lot of our, you'll notice a lot of our African nativities are actually much taller. So in this one, we actually are able to display in a case with a lid. But um, we have a whole other room of nativities that uh, we have some of a lot more of the African ones. Shelly, I've heard there's a tradition, and I don't know which country in Africa it is, but when a son-in-law enters the house with a mother-in-law, if his mother-in-law is shorter, he's never supposed to stand taller than his mother-in-law. So he's got to stoop down below his mother-in-law when he walks in. I told my mother-in-law that story. She liked that. But it's kind of neat when you learn about some of the traditions and the way people celebrate and, and do life in their countries. Okay, where are we going now? All right, over here um, on the far side of the museum, we have another one that is actually from Tanzania, and it's another wood one from African rosewood. And you'll see kind of some similarities to the other one, but this actually is a very tall um, nativity that shows it's carved from one piece of wood, and it actually shows an angel at the top. So this one's a little bit um, more unique. Um, than the other ones that we've seen um, today. You know, Shelly, I was just going to say, it looked like that was out of one piece of wood. My goodness, the craftsmanship and the design of this nativity being in one piece. The wise men, you've got the shepherds, you've got Joseph, Mary, of course, baby Jesus, as you mentioned, the angel at the top, but it's all carved just so masterfully in one piece of wood. And even here in the front, this little small nativity, you know, it's kind of cute. Yes. You know, we have the large ones, but what's really amazing um, to look at are some of the smaller ones that they have. And the one that we're looking at here is actually from Italy and it can fit in the palm of your hand. But there's actually some from Germany that the tradition is for German families to build these little nativities in matchboxes. And so you can see those um, displayed around the museum as well. That is so amazing. Okay, now you have a special room too we want to mention for craft night. So we brought our granddaughter here 
and she had so much fun making some things out of popsicle sticks, and I think she made an ornament, I believe. This year we have three just precious little um, crafts for the kids to work on, and we're so grateful to have Carterville High School Key Club kids come out on the Nativity Nights and help us out, and they actually volunteer and man the kids' area for us, help them do the crafts. Okay, Shelly, when Away in 100 Mangers is not on display at Christmas time, and we're going to mention before we say goodbye about what's going to come in January, but throughout the year, you're going to be able to come and experience the Bible, historical, archaeological pieces that are just one of a kind right here. Absolutely. Um, And we're really, really excited about 2020 because we're going to go to a different sort of museum where we're going to have four rotating exhibits every year. And people will be able to predict and know uh, because we get an awful lot of people come in from schools, from Christian schools, from homeschool groups, from um, we have a Gutenberg press, uh, a replica of a full size Gutenberg press that the kids actually get to come and uh, work themselves and to create. Now, on that Gutenberg press, I was trying to remember when that first came, I remember they were making like scriptures. Yes, we actually have a wonderful program, and it's called our Gutenberg Press Workshop. The kids get to come in and not only learn about the Bible and how rare it was in those days and how the Gutenberg Press was instrumental for um, getting the Bible out to people in the world. It's an amazing piece. I mean, at that time... The common people didn't have access to the scriptures. And because of this wonderful piece of equipment (laughs) that we have, and this is a replica just like it was designed originally, and your children can come. This is a great way. I mean, if you got a homeschool group, Sunday school group, after school care, you know, you're trying to teach and instill in your children Bible truth. This is backed up wonderfully for kids because they can see and and put their hands on these things. Yes. In fact, they don't just come and look at the Gutenberg Press. They actually get to operate it themselves. They end up having a quote that they um, get from the press, and then they take some time and illuminate it, just like um, they did back in those days. And then we cut it out, and they get to actually take home a framed piece of art that they've created themselves using the press. So it's really an amazing, amazing workshop. That sounds great. And again, now, when you come here, we didn't talk about tickets for the Nativity and for coming out to the museum in general. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we have uh, an admission price of $5 per person or $15 for, fa- for a family. And a family is any number of people from five or below. Um, we do not charge for four-year-olds or younger. So... Um, it's a pretty good deal to come out and to experience the Bible come to life. And that's what we're trying to do here. Definitely what's going to happen when you come. And that helps, of course, keep this museum a small part of keeping the museum going. I know you also depend on corporate sponsorships and other ways of, of private donations and hopefully foundations that can come. You know, I know there's the Bible Museum up in Washington. Are you guys connected with other museums around the country? We are not. Um, we act, They've actually come to visit us, though, at the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C. But no, we um, are not affiliated right now, but who knows what the Lord may do in the future. I think it's fantastic. Again, this is probably one of the best-kept secrets, and we don't want it to be a secret. We want you to come share, enjoy, experience the Bible Museum on the Square here in Collierville, the historic downtown square in Collierville. Some museums can be 
just frankly can be kind of boring. This is not a place like that. I mean, because you are taking what you've learned from the scriptures, what your pastor teaches through the word of God, what you study through God's word, and then you're seeing things that help what you've read say, oh my goodness, I read about that, you know, in the scriptures. But right now at Christmas time, as we center our lives around the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, what a great time to come and enjoy these displays of nativities, a 100 nativities on display from all these different nations. And as we make our way over back to this case here, we've got uh, more nativity from Indonesia. Here's one from Belgium. I spent a few days in Belgium back a few years ago. Uh, Here's from Romania, Ethiopia, Denmark. There's one from the United States. Yes. And in fact, we tell people on our Facebook page that if you don't get a chance to travel for Christmas, that you need to come here and be transported to all these different countries. It's really a a fun experience. Okay. So we're on the heels of 2020. And I know there's some exciting things going to be coming up. Yes. And with this, remember, this exhibit closes on the 18th of January. And after that, we're going to premiere a new exhibit called Bible by the Dozen, a walk through the Bible in a dozen dozens. And so that is going to be, you can imagine just from the name how fun that that's going to be. But we're going to do some new things. We're going to have video um, in a way that, um, as part of the exhibit, in a way that we've never had before. We're going to have... um, of course, our artifacts displayed, but we're going to have some really engaging uh, methods of teaching um, scripture and showing the significance of the artifacts that I think people will come through and they'll, I think just about everybody will learn something and definitely you'll come out of this place with your faith being renewed or strengthened. Shelly, when you change things here at the museum, and as you mentioned, the coming up to 1212, did I say that right, in 2020? Bible by the dozen, a walk through the Bible in a dozen dozens. Uh, there you go. You said it much better than I did. But on your website, do you keep things pretty much up to date so we can find out the details on the website? Yes. Right now, um, you can definitely get on there and see what we've done in the past. You can look up Away in 100 Mangers, but we are just now working out these details for this um, really fun new exhibit. And we're hoping that through the next couple weeks that we'll get all those details nailed down. And we're looking for individuals and churches and companies to sponsor us. Um, And the more um, help that we have in that, the more interesting and exciting that this exhibit is going to be able to be. Shelly, you are bringing brand new in this position, doing a wonderful job, by the way. Matter of fact, I called you like an hour ago, said, can I come to Collierville and we do a radio show? This is the first time we met and doing a fantastic job. So you're fairly new in your position as the director here at the Bible Museum on the Square. Uh, What are you hoping to accomplish here? What do you want people to walk away with when they come to the Bible Museum on the Square? Well, the whole focus of 2020 is going to be to create exhibits that a person maybe who doesn't know the Lord to end up leaving here saying, hmm, maybe there is something to this God and, and maybe the, maybe I need to open the Bible for myself and investigate. And for people who are of faith, we're hoping that they will come through and say, you know what, I actually learned something here and I am my faith is stronger for having been here and I want to bring everybody I know because this is pretty wonderful. Shelly, I made this comment on a recent program here at Mid-South Viewpoint talking about the nativity. I remember as a child, my mom would bring out of the attic and out of a box, there was this nativity set and that was that really warm yellow glowing light in the top that illuminated all the figures. And I was mesmerized by just staring at that baby Jesus And I was a child. And, you know, when we communicate 
this message of Jesus to children. What a great time to make sure that Christ, because it is Christmas that we celebrate Christ. One of the things that my kids remember, and they're all grown and, and married now, but they remember us having a happy birthday for Jesus before we opened our presents every Christmas morning. So I would say find some way that you can bring your family together around Christ at Christmas. This is a wonderful place here at the Bible Museum on the Square to help enhance that time. Yes, absolutely. And this is a way to be able to come and you'll see not only the nativities here, but we also have the whole Christmas story displayed on the wall. So families can come and just kind of read that through that together as they go along and and see all the nativities. Shelly, you have been a wonderful hostess. Thank you so much for opening the doors here for us for Bot Radio Network to come. Matter of fact, you told me that you've been a longtime listener to Bot Radio. Yes. I remember um, when we first moved to Memphis, I had a long drive while we were waiting for a house to sell in Ohio from uh, Covington to back um, down here to uh, Germantown every day. And I listened to Bot Radio Network all the way there and all the way back and a lot of the time in the middle, too. Any special traditions for your family this Christmas? Well, I'm kind of getting to the point in our family where um, we're more empty nesters. So that's that's a, a, a different sort of um, situation for us. And so we're just very, very grateful to have everybody under one roof. That is special. Family is so important. Well, thanks again for your time. And if you want more information about Bible Museum on the Square, what's that address on the website? Also a Facebook page, I believe. Yes, we're definitely on Facebook. That's probably the best way for anybody to come and keep up with all the things that we're doing at any time but we are at uh, 140 East Mulberry Street in Carville right on the square you can't miss us and we would love to have everybody come out well friends thank you so much for joining us as we come to you from the Bible Museum on the square Merry Christmas I'm Byron Tyler hey we'll talk to you next time bye bye So long.